What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Goblin Beat. Uh, I'm just checking my my text messages. It's good to know that my friends care about me. I was three minutes late, and they all thought I was dead. Um, so I'm not. I'm here. I'm live. I'm not a cat, and I'm not dead. And uh, this is the Goblin Beat podcast, Goblin Gaming, and we are continuing our Impossible Landscapes Delta Green campaign tonight. Now we might. Might wrap it up, might not, might just keep going down this rabbit hole forever until uh, we all die, and then somebody else will follow us behind us and discover our skeletons lost in these halls. So, who knows? It's a possibility. Anyway, I'm Matt. Um, I'm playing uh, Billy Holden, but not really Billy Holden. Actually, uh, Dr. John, something that I don't remember because I haven't got my Evernote page opened yet. Um, anyway. You're Dr. Tim. Plant, yeah, there you go. Plant scientist and uh, botanist. And I've got a maze stole some evil plants. Kurt, Kurt knows your real name, but Kurt is dead. So, Yeah, Kurt's Kurt dead. So His real yeah, name. Kurt. Kurt didn't know my own name. Kurt is dead. Kurt was played by Ben. Ben is still here. Uh, we, I'm not dead. We, yeah, we may have. Yeah, we may have faked off to you guys last time that that maybe he was going to be playing later the cable guy, but that may have changed. Now Ben may be playing somebody else. Who are you looking at uh, getting killed tonight, Ben? Uh, that detective dude that we met at like the very beginning. Because his name's hard to pronounce. Giardana. Giardana. <laughs> Which, uh, in game terms, it was actually only yesterday. Yeah. Hey, we'll just call him Detective G. Giardanda. That, that'll be my code name, yes. <laughs> Detective G. Inspector G. You could be yes, DG. Like Delta Green, DG. Ooh. All right, John's also here. Uh, John is still playing uh, the eponymous Moses Baum Gardner, also known as Dr. Lewis. Dr. Lewis Carroll. Dr. Carroll Lewis. Yes, Dr. Carroll Lewis. Don't want to be too obvious about it. Yeah, <laughs> be too weird. Um, yeah, he's not dead yet. Uh, he's probably the most sensible one of the bunch, which tends to be John's MO in these, uh, these, uh, Cthulhu-based games, I think. John also seems to survive, so... Right, y'all need to like Y'all need to, like, take a, take a lesson from me and my well, amazing characters. Your, your assumption is that my goal is to survive. Oh, so there's that. All right. Uh, Brandon has also joined us tonight. Brandon is playing uh, Joseph Krieger, also known as Agent Joe, because don't want to make it too obvious. Agent Joe. <laughs> he's an NSA uh, computer yeah. analyst that has no business being on the field, but he's trying. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> most, most people look at him and go, computer, what huh? You stick computers in your what? I work with computers. <laughs> All right. So, and then of course, uh, Danny, Danny's here and he's running things tonight. So, yeah. 
Go ahead, Danny. Yeah. All right. So, Detective G. Yes. Uh, it's Saturday. You don't get Saturdays off. You're a detective in New York. Uh, and you happen to be in the area of the McAllister, bu- McAllister building in the evening. So you decide to drive by and see how those nice FBI agents are doing. You uh, go inside. Uh, say Someone is asking where they can find the previous streams. Uh, yeah, if you... Basically, uh, all of our video streams are only kept on Twitch for like a couple of weeks. Um, so some of them aren't going to be on there. The last couple are, including tonight's. But yeah, you can you can look at the link for the podcast to get the audio for the others. Um, Wait, is there somebody actually on right now asking a question? Yeah, G-Man, 1980. 1980 what? is a good year. I think most of us were born in that year. Yeah, and he's, and he's a G-Man. That, that fits right along with our game tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. So anyway, if there's enough, if there's enough uh, interest, we'll start. I'll start downloading and saving those and throwing them on our YouTube channel. So let us know if you want us to do that. We'll do that. Okay. Yeah. So Detective G, uh, you walk into the McAllister building. Um, you hear some noises coming from upstairs. Sounds like some music or something playing. Somebody get Ben my number. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We gave him your number so I could text you. <laughs> Yeah. Save Ben in my contacts now. All right, so you hear music upstairs. Yeah, and as you're as you're walking in, um, uh, in Abigail's apartment, you see the doors open. Uh, you can see signs that they've been doing work in there, but but none of the guys are in there. There is a video camera set up in the hallway, pointed at. Uh, Thomas's, you met Thomas before when you were working on this case, pointed at Thomas's apartment for some reason. Uh, his apartment door is open. Uh, there is, you see some, with your high search of 75, you see some dog crap that's been stepped in in the hallway. <laughs> and uh, you hear, yeah, you hear noise upstairs on the, what would be the first floor, according to the building layout, since this is the ground floor. And uh, so, G-Man, I will start uh, downloading all of these videos, by the way, and, and we'll dump them all up onto onto YouTube for sure, for certain. But those first few, first couple, including the character creation, are going to be podcast only for now. Sorry about that. All right. So, Ben, what do you, what do you want to do? Or what does Detective G want to do? He's going to try to look for people if they're not, if there's not anybody around, just look for somebody. All right, uh, make me an alertness check. Or what is your alertness at? How about that? Uh, oh, G-Man is from Germany, just like me. Look at that. So he's Germany, man. My alertness is a 60. <coughs> All right, yeah. <clears throat> you uh, you hear what sounds like people talking uh, from upstairs. It sounds like the voices of uh, one of the fellows you talked to before. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to head up there. All right. As you get upstairs, do make me an actual alertness check. Check that one off. That's <laughs> Already failing. <laughs> nice. All I'm right, yeah. really good at failing, guys. All right, everything seems fine up here, um, but and you do see 
uh, one of the doors to one of the apartments off to your right as you walk up the stairs is wide open, and it sounds like that's where where talking is coming from. Uh, well, then I guess I'm going to head in there. All right, you have been in this apartment before. Uh, this is the part apartment of Michelle Van Fitz, I do believe. Yes, she's uh, from Germany too. She is not. She is not. Uh, maybe her ancestors. Um, the bookshelf that you've seen there before is sitting there, but it looks like it's just been rifled through. There's a bunch of books just like tossed on the floor. Uh, it's definitely been <laughs> disturbed. Um, and you. Uh, you notice off to the right, uh, there's looks like there's a doorway that you didn't notice when you've been here in the past. Uh, would I have like so? I guess seeing everything uh, disturbed, mm-hmm. I'm gonna like I guess pull my gun, have it ready, just because it's kind of weird, and All then right. uh, kind of call out see if anybody would respond. Let him know that I'm police and everything. And, and right. when he calls out, he hears, get up, get down with the sickness, right? Because it's disturbed. disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> All right. You lose, one, you lose one Benny in the first in the first session of Savage Worlds we play next. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no one responds, but you do hear talking. Uh, I guess still coming from that that entryway that wasn't there before. Um, he is what? Da, 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 da. <laughs> right. Uh, give me a sanity check as you see this uh, doorway opening into a what well, looks like some sort of a library almost that should not be here and certainly can't fit inside the building. Well. I succeeded on that, 28. All right, so no sand loss. <clears throat> but yeah, so you walk in there and you see, uh, what I described in the last session, there's tables and shelves holding tons of books. Uh, there's cigars and cigarettes uh, kind of put out in, uh, in um, ashtrays and, and like, you know, mostly empty glasses of booze of some sort. Uh, books kind of not disheveled, but just books like left sitting on tables where people were reading them, that sort of thing. Hmm. And, um, uh, you see, give me an, another alertness check. Because I was so good at this the first time. Oh, there you go. 17. All right. You see, uh, almost out of the corner of your eye, a man with a briefcase walk uh, off to the right uh, into a room off to the right down the hall in front of you. Uh, well, I'll call out to him and point my gun over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he does not respond. You get, you get no response whatsoever. That That is not following the rules of firearm safety. <laughs> you shouldn't point your weapon at something you're not wed- ready to destroy. I would be willing to shoot whatever it is. Some <laughs> something's weird going on here. Okay. And, uh, I guess I'm gonna follow. All right. 
I thought you might. Um, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to find the description of this guy for you, real quick. Here you go. Uh, it was a it was a, a Caucasian male, uh, white shoes, carrying a briefcase. That's what you saw. He was walking fairly quickly, not running, but you know, brisk walk. All right. <clears throat> so you walk into there, um, and you see, uh, as you're walking walking that way, there's a a window off to your right, and through the window you see the four men that you met earlier. Uh, they're talking and like walking, walking through a room. Uh, can I go to the window and like knock on it? See if no, I get their attention? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's actually, uh, yeah, it's a, it's the kind that opens kind of outwards, you know, it's like the two doors and they open outwards, but yeah, you can knock on it or you can unlock it and open it. I guess I'll just unlock it and open it. All right. Try to do figure out what's going on. They, uh, all right. You open it. You're going to call out to them. Yeah. They do not seem to hear you. They do not respond. It's strange. But you think that hall? You think the hallway off to the right will take you into that room? Well, I'll just do that, I guess. All right. You go in that hallway off to the right. And there's a door there. You open it up, and you are somewhere completely different. Uh, Can I go back and go through the window? Um, give me a sand check. Great. <laughs> like For the record, Matt was sitting so still, I thought his video feed was frozen. Nice. He did that last time, too. I only knew it wasn't because I could see him breathing. <laughs> all right did you fail or succeed i succeeded all right lose one sand from a natural or one willpower you can choose willpower is easier to get back if that helps at all guess i'll lose a willpower okay <clears throat> you come right back out of that room back around the hall and you are not where you should be. Something has changed. You are in a completely different place. This is not okay. This is very confusing. Uh, yeah, so what, is, what does Detective G want to do now? guess he's just going to keep searching around see if he can find them again. <laughs> All right. The Wandering Detective G... You um, like clearing rooms military style, because oh, like, of course, super yeah. freaked out. You uh, walking around, uh, what well, feels like you're not sure. Two or three minutes, a couple of hours. You cleared several rooms, and as you're walking, walking down a fairly empty hallway, it's got old peeling wallpaper. Um, it looks like it used to have rug, but it's been pulled up, and there's still some staples on the floor. You know, carpet staples from when it was there before. You see a piece of newspaper uh, stuck uh, up against the baseboard uh, with something something written on it. What does it say? Right, you pick it up, make a sand check. 
Oh, great. <laughs> you're, just, you're just trying to tank my sand <laughs> until I find them. And I'm succeeding them all. Success. Um, it's got this strange symbol on it. Um, you're not sure what it is, but it's, it looks like it's a Chicago Tribune uh, paper from... It says it's from the 20th of August, 1905. Whoa. Um, yeah, it says something about Roosevelt wins as peacemaker. It's a Sunday edition. Um, it doesn't really seem to affect you other than you think you should hold on to it to show to other people to see if they know what <laughs> this could be about. Um, well, I guess I'm going to I'll fold it up and put it in my pocket or something. All right. Okay, you walk around for a while longer. Uh, You see, out of the corner of your eye, you see that guy with the briefcase a couple more times. Uh, Do you try to follow him when you see him still? Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, So that that seems to get you nowhere, or it gets you somewhere. You're just not sure where. Uh, After a while, you hear hear voices again. Sounds like they're somewhat agitated. Somewhat agitated. Uh, and they're coming. They're coming. Sounds like they're coming from a room as you're walking down this hall, just to your right. The door. The door is like a cheap, almost like a plywood kind of style of door in the hallway, which is another okay. otherwise fairly nice hallway. Well, I mean. I... <laughs> So go through there. <laughs> if it's different than the rest of them, maybe it'll be more significant. All right. You open the door into another hallway, which is confusing. That not not a perpendicular, <laughs> but a parallel hallway to the one you just opened. <laughs> what? And you see three of the gentlemen that you were looking for, along with a a, a man who looks like he's probably not had a bath in I don't know six weeks. Fairly scruffy. He's he's crying and talking to the other three. Uh, so you said three, I saw all four of them last time? Uh, yeah, you saw all four of them earlier. So you other three, uh, you're standing here talking to the, the cable guy, and a door opens up in the hallway that, well, a piece of plywood that we thought was just like leaning up against <coughs> the hall in the hallway opens up, and the, the detective that you met yesterday steps out of it. Um, hello, Detective Garadonda. Hey, I'm very confused right now. Where's, yeah, the, well, where's the other one? I saw four of you earlier, and now. Well, he fell down an elevator shaft, so he's not doing so uh, well. And then his shotgun went off when he hit the bottom and basically <laughs> evaporated the. <laughs> The middle of his body, so he's dead. Oh, that sounds gruesome. Yeah, now he's super dead. Um, we're trying to get out of here. Apparently, Larry the Cable Guy here has been stuck here for weeks, months. It's unclear. Also, there's <clears throat> giant puppets running around. People putting ancient, you know, uh, texts out. Uh, it's just, it's not great. So, um, uh, two two points says the the salesman the the cable guy. Uh, one, my name is David, and two, uh, 
I think that's an anachronism. I don't think Larry the Cable Guys is available in 1995 yet. Thank you. You're right. Jim Carrey's uh, still on in living color. Yeah. Good point. Oh, so what you're saying is we've seen Homie the Clown. That's right. Yeah. And he don't mess around. I'm also going to tell him about um, the, the white guy walking around. Oh yeah, yeah. You tell them that. You also uh, have that piece of paper. You really feel like you should show to each of them. Oh yeah. Well, I do that too. Obviously. Oh, okay. we've seen that. Uh, well, so when you show it to them, it's weird because you show it to each of them, and you know, check this out. And each time you show it to one of them, he says, "Tell me, have you seen the yellow sign?" And uh, John, you need to make a sand check as you see it again. What? Because <sighs> you've passed it every time so far. I have. Keep showing it to you. Oh, I finally failed. All right. Do you do you want to roll or do you want me to roll it? Uh, roll what? It's a, it's a D4. I'll roll it. Here we go. I lost four I sand. Oh, man. <laughs> I've been holding out, and when it finally sunk in that this was unnatural, I'm like, ah! All right. So, yeah, it freaks you out. Um but it also, uh, you feel more at home here in this place now, John, like almost like you're part of it. Like you could, you know, this, this is almost maybe where you belong, which also freaks you out. (laughs) All right. Do I feel like I know how to navigate my way out of here now? Possibly. Um, so, uh, you all here, uh, so, Matt, what do you do? What does your character do when you hear everyone else say, tell me, have you seen the yellow sign when he shows them that piece of paper? I mean, you don't say it, but everybody else says it, which is weird, right? Even the, the cable guy. What? And I don't say it? Uh, yeah, well, why would you? Did you say it? Why would you say it? I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, the yellow sign, what are you guys calling it that? We've We've all seen this before. All right. Um, uh, Bogus, uh, you don't know what he's talking about. He said it. You didn't say it. I didn't say anything. Yeah, you did. Uh, you called it the yellow sign. You said, tell me, have you seen the yellow sign? What's the yellow sign? John, John, you know they both said it, but you didn't say it. Um, so I know they both said it? Yeah, you heard them both say it. Uh. And the cable guy. You guys definitely said something about the yellow sign. I remember but, those guys saying it, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember saying it. Like seriously, guys, what's the yellow sign? Well, that, this is what you. This is what you asked me if I'd seen. I've, I've well, seen it. You know what it is. Well, I've seen it, but I didn't know it was called the yellow sign until you told me that. I didn't tell you anything. I'm asking you. The Kimball guy says, you all three said it. No one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> he slumps back down. <laughs> all right. Uh, I need you all three of you to make a sand check. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is helplessness. <sighs> oh, I fumbled it. Oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> all right, uh, so. Mr. Mr. Playing it safe. 
Not going so well now. All right. Remember, you can uh, you can stave off sand loss. Remember, I gave you guys that's that right now. by using uh, yeah one of your connections. Uh, yeah, I'll show that to you it's guys. Just taking it off, out on one of them. So this is a this is going to be <coughs> four for you, John, because you got a crit fail. Yeah, I would oh, reduce good. I would reduce that bond, buddy. And Brandon, it's going to be roll a d4 for you. I can roll it or you can roll it. All right, so I reduce any bond by four. Well, you roll a d4. Oh, and okay. That, and that'll reduce the sand you lose, your willpower, and a bond by that amount. Oh, my goodness. All right, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, it's better than losing four straight up. All right, Bacchus, you're losing two. So you can do the same thing, or you can just take the two sand loss. All right. How's so, to go insane? So I rolled a two as well. Bond. And I can reduce it by a D4. Yeah, so you'll reduce your willpower, a bond, and your sand loss by the D4, yeah, if you roll it. Didn't I just roll a D4? That was for how that much was... sand you lost for the failure. So you're going to lose two sand. So you can reduce it if you want, or you can just take the two sand. Why was I the only one who rolled how much I was going to lose? No, I didn't. John too. critically failed. So he, so he automatically lost four. Oh. Yeah, the maximum. So I roll a D4 to see how much I can save by reducing, or I reduce my willpower bond and... All right, so you rolled a D4 for sand loss, because that's how much this two. this particular thing does. You yeah. got a two. Yeah. Now, if you want to reduce that, you can. You would roll a D4, <clears throat> and you would reduce your willpower, one of your bonds, and the sand loss by that number. Now, that could be higher. You could roll a four, right? And you would reduce your willpower and your bond by four but the sand loss would just be reduced to zero, right? You wouldn't get any extra sand. Does that make sense? All right, so you rolled a four. So you're going to reduce your willpower on one of your bonds by four, and you won't take any sand loss. Your sand loss doesn't your sand doesn't go back up by two, though, because you rolled two over. It's just you mm-hmm. don't lose any sand. Okay. So which bonds are you, you two going to... Uh, Therapist. What about you, John? Take it out on the therapist. Uh, I reduced my handball partner and (laughs) my willpower by two. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my sand also went down by two. Right. All right. So just uh, just remember that because uh, once we, you know, we're in between adventures, we'll have to role play how you guys uh, mess up your relationships. All right. All right. And that was from helplessness. So if you didn't uh, hit a breaking point, you can put a check mark on that. Uh, yeah, I am now three for helplessness. Oh, you're supposed to have uh, reset that last time. Every game it reset it? No, just uh, at the beginning of last game, you're supposed to reset it. Is that three since the beginning of the last session? Yeah. Okay, well, then other horrible things happened to you. Hold on. <laughs> Oh my god, you're adapted to helplessness. Yep. You are now adapted to helplessness. This no stop be in. Sounds good, but it's awful. So you didn't you I thought somebody had a breaking point last time. Who was that? That was Matt. Yeah, it was me. I had a breaking point that reset my helplessness, so I didn't get adapted to it. Gotcha. Okay, 
Brandon, so roll a d6. Four. All right, reduce your pal by four. My willpower? Your pal. Your power. Uh, oh. It's one of your main. Crap, my statistic score? Yep. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to become adapted to stuff. It's bad. All right. Yeah. And then. That makes that makes it a ten. So that means your max sand. Uh, well, I'm not sure if that affects your current sanity or not. I think it might drop your sanity down to fifty. Let's see. Ooh, my current sanity down to fifty. Yeah. Let's see. So I lose thirteen sand immediately. That's a lot of sand loss. For real, thirteen. Well, his yeah, his uh, his new uh, a breaking point. How time? Well, well, it would also uh, lower the breaking point, though, right? The breaking point would be forty. I think we'll just leave it how it is for right now. Um, yeah. So basically, what happens is um, your personal drive suffers as. Uh, and uh, yes, that's what lowers your pal. But now, uh, whenever you're, uh, you have to make a sand roll for that type of trauma, you always succeed. Yay. Yeah. So you'll always succeed uh, sand loss for helplessness. Okay. Until it resets. Are you going to tell me every time you tell me to reduce this? Like, I think he's, he's permanently adapted to helplessness now, kind of like your other guy was permanently adapted to violence. That's right. But I, uh, but I hadn't never reached a breaking point. I thought it reset on a breaking point. No, nope. no, it's no. a permanent thing. Oh, okay, yeah. that's actually pretty decent then. Getting that out of the way. Yeah, the check marks reset uh, if you don't hit a breaking point before you get three of them. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's um, really messing with you over there. And so the five of you are just kind of standing around the hallway. What now? Let's go back the way he came. Can you lead us out of here? Every time I walked through a door, something was different. <laughs> so that'd be a no. <laughs> I was Dr. trying to get out. <laughs> I wouldn't have Dr. even bothered with you guys if I didn't have to. Dr. Lewis, you feel like you can have maybe some ability to get people out of here now if you wanted to. All right. Uh, so I've just been following them, and I uh, especially, let's see, who was it? It was it was uh, Matt's character last time that was like leading the way, and I'll say, well, let me, let me give it a shot at this. Sure. All right. So what, so, are, you, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? So I've got my, little, go? got my little notebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm assuming I've got a pen. Sure. So so I'm going to start making little marks on the walls, and I'm going to go in the direction I think leads me towards an exit. All right. Um, let's see. 
All right, make me a sand check. Oh. Tell me if you succeed or fail. I succeeded. All right, so you uh, lose one sand or one willpower. It's unnatural. It's your choice which one you lose. Uh, let's do a willpower. All right. Um, everyone sort of follows Dr. Lewis for a few minutes. Um, you mark, you mark, he's marking corners and, you know, and you're drawing arrows like in the direction you went. What are you marking on the wall? Uh, yeah, I'm just putting like, yeah, little arrows pointing the direction we came from and the direction we're going. All right. Uh, you follow him, um, through, you know, a couple of turns and, uh, then you you uh, you go, decide to go through a door into another hallway. <coughs> you, you get to the end of that hallway, and you see um, there's about three dozen of the arrows. You can tell it's your your pen, your hand, handwriting, just pointing in all kinds of different directions at the end of this hallway. Uh, some of them right, some of them left, some of them straight up. Uh, some of them just kind of it's like an arrow that starts in one direction and just squiggles around in a circle and kind of meanders off towards the floor. Um, so I look at the others and uh, look at their hands to see if any of them have pins, like if they've been screwing with me. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no, they do not. All right. Uh, then I'll, I'll just look at them all and say, well, I guess that didn't work. <laughs> uh, any Any other ideas? Um, the string. Do we have any string? No, nobody brought any string. The radios don't work. I don't think the string would be any different anyway. Maybe uh, I don't know, man. Maybe we, we need to. Um... David, the cable guy, says, "Yeah, I had a bunch of uh, coax cable. I tried stringing that along, but it ended up just like connecting to itself. It was weird." Hey, David, have you tried? Have you tried like closing your eyes and relying upon your other senses instead of your sense of sight? Uh, no, but I didn't have any light for a couple of days, and I just wandered around in the dark. Uh. Um. So, how have you stayed alive this long? Uh, you getting um, water, food. I thought it had only been a couple of days. I don't know. Is there any place you haven't explored? That you know of? I don't know. Yeah, he knows of this place, man. Um, so just thinking about the shape of the yellow sign symbol, mm -hmm. would it be possible to like make turns as though we're like following the shape of the symbol? If you were to imagine that it was a, a hallway or something, it's like, oh, you came to this junction, take a right here. Yeah, it looks like you should be able to do that if you know where you're starting. You, have to, you uh, just got to pick a beginning point. Yeah, what do you want to do, John? You want to just. Uh... Well, yeah, I want to do that. Uh, I want to. Get out. Um, I guess I didn't copy it into my notebook. Um, 
I'm going to ask one of the others so, to look at their Well, notebook. it's on the well, cover of this journal I got. It's also on that sheet of paper that Dr. G is holding. Okay. Well, I'll just look at that and just assume that we're at one end of the symbol and try to follow it to the best of our ability. Now, the symbol has, like, curves to it, right? It sort of does. Yeah, it's got angles uh, more than okay. anything. You see a uh, a tall a tall man uh, uh, walk as you guys are sitting there talking. Walk past behind where you guys just started. He's a tall, bulky, balding guy with a uh, he's got a short sleeve button down shirt and a Boston Red Sox windbreaker on. You see him. He opens a door uh, right behind uh, Detective G there and uh, and walks uh, off to the left, off to your left. Uh, briskly. Hey, how, hold how up. far away is he? Uh, right now he's probably about eight feet away. Oh, not far at all. You ever say, hey, hold up, man, hold up. He says, uh, 27. Have, and as have he you seen the, the yellow door, sign? Yeah, he, he, he completely ignores you, but he, he walks up to another door and opens it and says, 27. What do y'all do? Um, I guess let's follow him and see if he does anything different. Does he object to us following him? Um, well, he's like he's walking into that. He's opening that door. It's probably at this point he's about 12, 15 feet away away from you. Okay. Yeah, he opens the door and uh, begins to close it behind himself. Uh, yeah, Moses like sprints and tries to stop the door from closing. All right, give me a dex times five roll. All right. Uh, dex. Uh, success. All right, you get there in time. Give me a strength times five roll as he tries to close it. All right. I failed that. Uh, let's see. Um, he fails too, but you fell worse, so he gets the door closed. <laughs> yeah. He fails too, but you failed worse. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so there's a there's a little back and forth, and then your hand slips on the door and it closes. Uh. All right. Uh, Moses. Uh, he just says crap, and uh, immediately tries to rip the door open. Uh, and well, before I do that. Uh, I just look over at the others and shrug and say, 27? And then try to open the door. All right. It opens up. Uh, make a sand roll. Oh, good Lord. This is getting real bad for Moses tonight. Oh, I succeeded. All right. No sand loss. You see an empty hotel room. Uh, there's no exits. Uh, it looks just like the one in the photo that you guys have been staring at for weeks. Hold on, I want to see this. <laughs> All right, make a sand check. Everybody can oh, look on. at it if you want to, but, it, but you have to make a sand check. I'm expecting that, right? Come on. You are, but this is unnatural. All right. So, did I already make my sand check? You did, yeah. Okay. All right, if you make it, yes. there's no sand loss. 
Bogus, are you going to go look at it or are you going to just stay back? I'm going to go into it. I'm going to be up there, but I'm going to look at the picture. I mean, if they're going to let me know. Hotel Bin. You're not going to look in the room. Unless we're going in. Uh, I don't know. Are y'all going in? I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going in. I guess I'll follow up the rest of them or I'm not about to stay out here and then not come back to him. All right. right, What about, then? are you going to go in as well? Yeah, I'm going to go with. All right, so make your sand check. Failure. Okay, that's just one from a natural for failure. All right. Uh, yeah, you guys are in an empty hotel room. It's weird. Is there anything, any stationary napkins? Anything like that? Nothing. There's That's... some furniture. Looks kind of old and way too red for its own good. Um, a piano. Some weird statuary. That's about it. Number right. 27, huh? Does any of this look um, familiar or like any of the the objects that were resined to the wall in Abigail's apartment? Mm, not really. Some of them might, might be like the same time period as some of the stuff that was on there, but not, none of the items are the same items or anything. Okay. And you say there's no exits from this room. It's just just the door you came in. The door yeah. we came in. Is there a closet? There is not. Uh, it looks like there's some windows, though. I guess I could. I go over and open the curtains and look outside. So you go over to the window. It is a painting of a window. What? Yeah, well, so there's, there's a window so curtain there's... there, right? But when you when you pull the curtain back, there's just a painting of a window. Um, it looks All right, like... I guess I, I guess I check the other two as well. Yeah, they're the same. They look out over what appears to be some sort of a bleak landscape. What may or may not be a lake in the in the distance. We'll get out of here. All right, there's nothing here. Wait, just a second. There's a looks like there's a mirror on the left hand wall. Uh, no, it's just like some Art Deco weirdness that looks kind of like a mirror from a distance. It's just the oh, light shining on it. That's that's not a mirror there? Uh, uh, no. Oh, okay. I can't tell what that is. I can't tell what it is anyway. So okay. this is this is the hotel room in our picture? Yeah, yeah. In the picture that, yes, on our main thing. Our main mm. screen here. I mean, take a look around, Danny, to see if anything stands out. Yeah, I guess make a search check. Yeah, you can all make search checks if you want. Yeah. Why not? Well, I don't even know if Ben needs to roll. He's got like a 75. But... Yeah, I do have a ridiculous search. Um, Do you want me to roll or not? I succeeded with roll. a 7. <clears throat> 17. I failed. Critical success. Let's go. <laughs> wow, look at that. All right, um, so you all just find like knickknacks and such. Ben, you find a really nice silver, sterling silver ashtray, uh, kind of like falling off of one of the side tables. And um, uh, it has um, a couple of these little plant pods sitting in it. Look, look interesting to you. You've never okay. seen it before. 
see shit to the rest of us. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. After I look at it a little bit myself. So do I recognize it as those same plant pods? You do. Um, oh, yeah. And I don't even know who any of these guys are, so I don't know who's good at what. Right. You do see that um, since you got a critical, uh, there was a, a third pod, but it looks like it's uh, just the, the very base of it is there. When you're critical, you see bite marks like someone ate, ate the third one. Hmm. Like ate their way out of it? Well, they like they're little plant little pods are about like this long. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like like flower before flowers open. You know, little little pods. Okay. Looks like someone just took a bite out of it, ate it. Okay, all right. I'm gonna. How many how many of these things do I have with me? Um, you you look in your bag. Yeah, you have all of them. Like how many were there? Four. I believe there were twelve. Jeez. Let's see. let's see. Uh, I told idea. He was uh, walking around with those little uh, soybean appetizers. <laughs> Edema. Edema. Anybody? All right. No, well, seriously, I don't know. Um, maybe we should. Uh, maybe one of us should eat one of these things. See what happens. <laughs> the the uh, cable guys just look, looking at all of you, looking back and forth. Have you eaten one of these? No. Have you seen them before? No. I don't I don't know. Hey Ben, eat one. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you we can make Dr. Larry? No, you're the you're the most sane person here. I doubt you. Yeah, actually. Here. Well, I was still thinking it was old man. Uh yeah. sorry. Um let's well, make you- cable guy do it. Just be like, we'll shoot you right now if you don't eat that. <laughs> Eat it. I, like, I feel like a character wouldn't do that either. <laughs> You're a detective. What the heck? He's from New York. Well, I'll I'll keep be a crooked cop. You don't know. It's glad it's good to have somebody more compulsive or more impulsive than me in this group. Um, um, uh, I mean, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm. Right, we can just keep looking, but maybe maybe these pods are the way that these other people are navigating their way through here. I mean, obviously, all the other people in the apartment complex are able to come here every night and get out. So there's got to be a way they're doing that. Mm. Well, let's just leave. I mean, if we search this place up and down, there's a bunch of weird crap here, but nothing about- appears to be too yeah. useful. What are you going to do with those plant pods? While they're all debating that, uh-huh. uh, Moses walks over to the piano and uh, and pulls out the little sheet music. Uh, did you bring it with you, or is it bagged? Yeah, it's been, it's been in my pocket. It's bagged and tagged in my pocket. All right, sure. Yeah, play Rachmaninoff twenty-seven. Yeah, so uh, so Moses tries his best. He's not a very good singer. Uh, but he tries to uh, play it on the piano and sing along uh, what the guy had uh, shown him before. All right. Um, give me some sort of performance role here. Um, do I have performance? No, I don't. Um, well, typically, it's like art, music, or something, but I don't know if you well, have that. Yeah, I don't have that. Let's see. Uh, 
I would say I could do a natural because it's unnatural for him to sing, but I'm at a zero percent for that. Let me look at your character sheet here. Uh, do, do, do. Just give me, since you uh, learned it from the guy, just give me an int times five check. How about that? Okay. You're artsy and somewhat fartsy, maybe you would. Hmm, that's a success. Okay. Uh, everybody else, give me a sand check. <laughs> <laughs> is that because of the content or how bad it is? Uh, just give me a sand check. Two sand checks. Holy crap. Critical. Success. Uh, All right. Did anyone fail? Brandon did. did. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to say two things happen. Uh, one, you lose you lose a point of sand from a natural. Mm-hmm. No, I don't get to click a natural anywhere, right? That's correct. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just helplessness and violence. Helplessness. Okay. Yeah. And uh, two, you have an unearthly desire to eat one of those plant pods now. Yes. Yes, I want to see what happens. Uh, hey, somebody's going to eat the plants. You can choose to try and not eat it if you would like. I don't choose to not eat it. No, he uh, said choose to try to not I'm eat it. Choose to try to not eat it. All right, uh, make a sand roll at plus 40. I'm not even sure that's going to help me win. <laughs> plus 40. <laughs> Watch your sand. Oh, Sam's 63. You should automatically fail unless you roll like a 100 or a 99. We'll say it's a failure. Otherwise, you should automatically succeed. I mean, okay, I succeeded. All right, you're okay. You're able to not eat it, but man, you're really tempted. And uh, sucks. Can I can yeah. I get an idea of why I want to eat it? Like, does it sound sound tasty? Uh, Is it? You, you, like, you think it feel better? You think it would make you feel much better? To mm. eat what you what you know is a Malonia pod. A Malonia pod? Yeah. Let's say it out loud. A Malonia pod? A what? Is that they're Malonia pods. How do you know that? I've never seen these things before in my life and I, I study don't... plants. I don't know. It just kind of hit me. Does that make any sense to you what a Melonia pod is? No. No, the song wasn't about those at all, and Moses starts to sing it again. How would you do that? Because <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, when he, as he begins to sing it, you all hear different words. Uh, or he, maybe he says different words. You're not sure. He says, and I'm not going to give you this text, so you guys are going to remember it as, as best you can. I stumbled forward and saw beyond the closest row of buildings the source of the strange seed pod drug Deborah had given me earlier. For here there was row upon row upon row of Melonia, low golden plants, with their spade-shaped leaves. 
and strange pods. Uh, and it doesn't go to the music very well at all, but he like tries to make it go to the music. It's very bizarre. They said that it wasn't the song wasn't about Melania Pods. It wasn't. I start singing it again. <laughs> yeah, this time, this time we sing the original words. Uh, that's not what you said before. Y'all are crazy. All right, we all getting out of here. Y'all are getting out of here. Yeah. yeah. The uh the yep. cable guy throws up in the corner and says it's probably time to leave. Yeah. How did he throw up? I thought he hasn't eaten in days. Oh, I wouldn't know that. Never mind. Didn't ask. <laughs> all right. Anybody gonna eat some some Melonia pod? We all are good. No. <laughs> if I don't have to, I'm not good. I'm good now. All right. All right. <laughs> So you guys walk out. Where do you want to go now? The uh, John, are, are we still following you? What are you What are you thinking? What is Moses thinking uh, about here? Let's see. Well, I mean, if I feel like at home here, yeah, I'm just going to walk on out and try to find my way. Um, but as I come to another door, mm-hmm. I want to say another number. Try to open it. All right. So the well, last time I set. said 27 and opened it. So this time I'm going to say 13 and open it. All right. As you're doing that, uh, everyone else, uh, here's the door you came from down the hallway open, and that guy comes back out of that room. He walks, oh, dash, dash he walks to way. the door. He walks to the door across the hall and says 28 and opens that door. Shit. I All guess right, I can't catch him. Yeah, you can give me a dex times five roll. All right. Ooh, success. All right, you get there before the door closes. Strength. Uh, You try to hold it open? Yep, yeah, give me a strength roll. Can somebody help him? Shit. Um, No, no, not at this point. Uh, Yeah, he, he... uh, closes it in the door. Like the hand, you grab the handle, and the handle slips out of your hand. It's got some kind of oil or something on it. He closes it. Twenty-eight. I say, and open the damn door. It's just a uh, opens to a blank wall. Not even a room. Jerk face. I close it and say twenty-seven and open it. Still, still blank. Uh, meanwhile, down the hallway, uh, John, when you look back. At the uh, the door you opened, there's a you open the, into a hallway and it has the number thirteen uh, in bronze on on the side of the hall. It says what? The number thirteen. It's like That's in big bronze uh, characters on the on the wall. In okay. The the hallway. <laughs> Isn't thirteen what you said before you opened it? It is. Um... Do we have any other numbers that we know that are uh, important? Are you going to walk down the hallway? Uh, if the others are going to follow me, yeah. Yeah, we're together. Matt, are you coming back to them? Yeah, I'm not getting left here by my damn self. <laughs> All right, make me a sand check, uh, 
John, Moses, ah. Dr. Lewis. Again. If you're nasty. Critical success. Lose four cents. Hold a one. All right. I get four sand back. Uh, You lose one sand from a natural or one willpower. Your choice. While they're doing that, I turn to David, the cable guy, and say, hey, man, have you ever heard heard anything down here like the words Seer, Delon, Exeter, anything like that? I've heard of Sears. Down here? No, I mean, you know, I shop at Sears sometimes. Does the name uh, Ruvon G. Labellus mean anything to you? That sounds made up. Okay. All right. Is y'all, about, are, you, are you all walking down this hallway? Ace of Darabondi. No. These are all weird names. Hotel Bottleman. Right. Ever heard of that? No. All right, John. Uh, you walk halfway down that hallway. And it turns, and you feel you just feel lost again. Uh, well, that didn't work either, guys. I'm sorry. Someone else try leading us out of here. Uh, I think we're just we're just missing something, you know. Um, how are the other tenants making it in and out of here? Are they or, following? Or are they? Yeah, I think they are. Um, uh, it would appear that they are. I mean, maybe they're following people. Maybe they're being guided by Castane or, or the dog or, or whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this is. Are y'all still walking, or are you just like standing in the hallway talking? I guess we're still walking. All right, everyone, make me a. An alertness check. Plus 20. Yeah, alertness plus 20 is a 90... Or no, it's not. That's my search. I succeeded. I also succeeded. Okay, uh, since he rolled it first, we'll just say Brandon... Uh, Brandon, you, Agent Joe, here's here's a sound he's quite familiar with. If his friends asked, it's the sound of some uh, some love being made nearby, vigorously. Oh my God, no! Down the I'm not going to walk in. I'm not going to walk in on some puppet porn. I've already seen that Team America movie. Just down a hallway. Uh, then, then the other two of you hear it after that. You're like, y'all are at a at a. Uh, not even a T junction. It's like you know, you're in the middle of a of a intersection. that goes four different directions. Uh, you know, you can go back the way you came. You can go forward or left or right. Off to the left, you think about two or three doors down. You, you hear this no- noise coming from a room. I'm not going over there. Nope. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just uh, I, does this look the same as the other place too, or does this look different? It's different. Guys, this may not have anything to do with what we're working on, but the diagram uh, in our evidence thing, it has a bunch mm-hmm. of in the 20s numbers um, decades of different parts of whatever this mechanism is. 
maybe nothing, but if he's going 27 and 28, I don't, know. I don't see how this could connect with what we're working on, but. Well, uh, unless by chance these are the hallways. David says I mean, there's people, I mean, if they're comfortable enough to be doing the nasty, maybe, maybe they'll have some information. Wait, 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 wait. I think you're <laughs> on to something. What if, what if the reason we can't find our way out of here is because this fucking building doesn't stand still? This thing moves. It's kind of like the cube. So uh, it has these little the hall. hallways that move. And so, but there's no exit. Right? Uh, oh, maybe 33? 33 is the exit? What diagram are we all looking at? I'm sorry. There's one, one on the on GBR the napkin. napkin. The napkin? If Danny's saying that, then never mind. That's not it. No, the diagram. The diagram napkin. Yeah, the GBR napkin. Interesting. All right, David's halfway down the down to that door. Hey, dude, do you really want to go in there? You want to see you want to see puppets doing the nasty? It sounds like people. I don't. People would sound like I don't know, you know, castanets or something. All right, well, I'm just going to stand back here and let him open the door and see what happens. All right, is anybody going to go with him? Nope. Yeah, I'll follow him. He can get lost into nothingness. All right. All right, y'all get to the door. Anybody going with the two of them? No. Oh. I'm trying to figure out this diagram. Yeah, me and him are both trying to figure out this diagram might be this. Well, make make me a luck roll to see if you even have the diagram with you. Oh, man. Why would we have it with us? Because you were cataloging everything and putting it in a box in the apartment. Why would you bring it with you? Well, we don't want to lose anything or people steal it. <laughs> um, oh, it's just a 50% roll. All right, Matt rolled it. You got success. Okay, so sure, you have it with you in an evidence bag. All right, so y'all are looking at that. Uh, John, are you open the door or let David open it? I'll let David open it. I'm just following him. All right. He opens the door. Uh, and uh, let's see. It's a hotel room. They open up to a hotel room. The uh, The bed is, there's no people in it, but it's covered in blood and shards of chromed metal. Uh, there's an old looking syringe and a cook kit for what you can only assume is heroin on the side table. Uh, you see the ends of a couple of shotguns sticking out from underneath the bedspread. Uh, and Do I get valise. to pick up a shotgun? There's a, there's a valise sitting on the ground. You know, a valise is like an old fancy bag. Yeah. A black leather one. But there's no people. Okay. Um, I'll tell David to hold the door open. He, he nods. Okay. All right, and uh, and then I'm going to try to like dart into the room and grab the bag and then get back out. All right, make me a sand roll. Ah, again. From, just from seeing all this horrible mess. Uh, I succeed. Okay, so nothing. No, no sand loss. All right. You, you grab the bag. As, as you're grabbing the bag, you look on the wall like the one 
the the wall that you came in through. You know, as you as you're turning back, you see it, and okay. writ, written on the wall there in some sort of sort of a blue black ichor or ink, are the words "Where is my bottle?" question mark. Okay, I think that's strange, but I try to remember it. All right, and, and then you're back out in the hallway with the valise. Police. All right, valise. Um. Okay. Uh, so then, I guess uh, I tell David there's a couple shotguns in there if he wants to go grab one. Uh, yeah, he goes in and grabs them both if you're going to hold the door open. Yeah, I'll hold the door open. All right. So from down the hall, you see y'all see Doctor Lewis dart into the room and grab some kind of a bag, and then David just kind of saunters in and walks out with a shotgun over each shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, I'll let the door shut at that point and head back down to where the others are. Okay. David uh, says, I found two shotguns. Uh, I don't know how to use them. Does any of you guys know how to use a shotgun? No. <laughs> I don't. Did you say yeah? Yeah. All right, he hands you one. Anybody else want a shotgun? I'll take one. All right, he hands the other one to you. All right, and uh, I guess I pop open the bag and take a peek inside. It is filled with cash. And it takes uh, a peek at you. The uh, cash does appear to be covered in blood to some degree. But it's uh, stacks of cash that are uh, wrapped with uh, you know, the bank wrappers. Um, you want to count it? Uh, just a quick estimate about how much cash do I think it is. All right. Uh, based on the fact that they're all hundreds, it's well over $100,000. Um. Wow. Okay. And uh, I guess like I'll turn the bag over and like just dump it out. See if there's anything else in there. There is nothing else. Just some blood, mostly dried blood. Um, but they're all the bills appear to be D series nineteen thirty three bills. Okay. Um. Yeah, and you just after sitting there staring at the ca- stacks of cash, what does everybody do? <laughs> I already find out that for like 1933, I look at the shotgun. Can I see like um, brand? Yeah, Yeah, it looks like uh, it has a stamp on it. It was made in 1929. It looks new though. Shotgun's from 1929. All right. Have we seen any bottles down here? I think so. Uh, staring at that cash, you guys would say it's 150000 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess... Ah, uh, I guess I would... Uh, what's that? What was that voice in the background? Oh, I accidentally clicked play on a video oh. I meant to save the link for later and it just like opened the video and started playing it that was Pat gotcha. McAfee yes it was been new <laughs> um, yeah I don't really think Thought it was my me. main concern would be carrying around a bunch of cash so if none of the other, like I might grab one stack of it for later see if we can maybe match up these bills to anything yeah uh, but the rest of it, I think I'd probably just leave. 
Um, I'll carry the rest of it around. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm on a detective salary here. <laughs> so it's 15 stacks. Each stack is $10,000. We'll say. Wow. Um, so this guy, when he ended up went to the door, he, he called out a number before he opened it. Yeah. He said 27, and then the next one he said 28. Okay. So earlier, when he said 27, it opened up into the apartment, the room, the red room mm-hmm. that we see on mm-hmm. our background. I go up to a different door, and I say 27. Then I open it and look in. Um, it's a, like an empty hall closet kind of thing. Good. Looks like it's... Okay. So it didn't open up the, the red room again. Right. Okay. That was wishful thinking, Brandon. Anything in the hall right. closet at all? It's just empty. There's some uh, dirt, detritus. Actually, uh, make an alertness check as you make a second look in there. Where's it at? There it is. Nope, that's it. There's a, a fumble. 99. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, what do you want to do now? Where do you want to go? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, Mo- just ran doors. <laughs> yeah, Moses is kind of at a at a loss for words, except for just each time we open the a door, maybe say a different number. Uh, so I guess we don't glean anything from that from that uh whatever design. Anything? Any of you? Either of you have like uh, uh what is it like mechanics or what's it called? It's like. Uh, Oh, I'm, I need to check that. I got craft mechanics, uh, science physics, craft microelectronics. So he's got some engineering background. Uh, let me see here. I know about archaeology. <laughs> so does the detective G for some reason. I've got archaeology. What? I do. <laughs> uh, so you, do you have craft mechanics? Yes. What's that? Uh, 30. 30? I don't, oh, you were talking to him. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you've been staring at this thing for a while. You know there's something wrong with it? Like, it wouldn't. I don't know. It's not. It's not right. You can't tell exactly what's wrong with it, but something is wrong with it for sure. Okay. Um, all of you can make a uh, um, an int times five check for me. Well, except for Ben. Success. Success for me. All right. You all remember, those of you who make the check and succeed. All three of us did. All right. All three of you remember uh, <clears throat> there was a piece of letterhead that had Hotel Brottleben written on it with yeah. a little map. Yeah. And, okay. and uh, in the bottom corner of that map, there was an X marked JL Bottle. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's my bottle? Um, Who's JL? We don't know. Um, Do we see, like, do the patterns of the hallway look like they might take us to? Uh, Like, if we try to follow the path? Take you to that bottle place, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You think maybe? Yeah, maybe it would. All right. Well, let's let's see if we can't find the bottle. <clears throat> All right. Make me another sand check. <laughs> no. Is that ELEV, like elevator? Does that make sense, tracing it back to where the door was, where my good friend fell to his death? Um, You're not sure, maybe. Uh, you notice, as you were walking down the hallway, John, <clears throat> you see a set of framed black and white photographs on the wall. All right. Uh, Go ahead. They portray an odd array of people staring into the camera, their faces blank. Each of them is dressed in 1930s garb and holds an odd-shaped bottles of various designs. A single name rides the lip of each photograph, written in ink with a steady hand. The first one says A. Darabondi. The second one says E. Losette. The second one, J. Lenz. Oh, that's the third one. The next one, E. Mosby. There's a D. Carver, a G. Topchick, an H. Lundine. And then the last one uh, shows a dark bottle sitting on the floor. And it, it says M. Baumgartner. Hold on a second. Can you get back to those names? Jay Lenz, JL. Right. A. Darabondi, J. Lenz, who else? I heard a Lundine in there. There's the list. Thanks. M. Baumgartner. So you said there was... You said there was two photos. One is of all these people holding a bottle. Oh, no. no, so it's a it's a series of photos. Uh, oh, okay. Each one, each one has a person holding a bottle of of an odd shape and design, except the last one that just shows a single dark bottle sitting on the floor. And it says M. Baumgartner. That's right. Is it is it really a picture? It is a photograph. Yes. Mm. 
Make Thanks a sound you. check. Make another Make sound check, John. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not so excited about finding this bottle now. Make sure it's not like a hole in the ball where you could reach in and grab the bottle. Actually, actually yeah, yeah, you don't have to. Go ahead and make your sand roll, yeah. I failed again. All right, it's just one from a natural. Mm, I'm getting awful close to a break point. Do you, do you want to grab these photos? Do you want to leave them there? Do you want to touch it? Eat it? Uh, I want to look at the one that says M. Baumgartner. It's weird. This is called the London House. Yeah, it this is. Building. It, it originally was, yes. Hmm. Do you want, right, like I said, it's a, it's a strange looking dark bottle. Uh, it's sitting on a floor. It looks like a, maybe a hallway. It's a stone floor. Yeah, I want to take the uh, the one that says M. Baumgartner, like take it off the wall and look at it, like front and back right. of the picture. And... All right. You pull it off, and as you pull it off the wall, you hear a voice uh, whisper, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Oh. Uh, no I one else the... it. Oh, okay, so no one else heard that? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, Moses is a little creeped out at this point. <laughs> um, so, but but they all see the pictures, though, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all like staring at and looking at the pictures. They seem more interested in the other ones because like the names make sense, right? Uh, yeah, and there's there's pictures of people. So the Adarabandi one, for instance, you recognize that picture because you've seen photos of this guy before, right? Hmm. Um, so did the others notice that the picture that I took off the wall said M. Baumgartner? Uh, I don't know. Did y'all notice that? Well, looks like, uh, Ben and Brandon are gone. They noticed nothing. Right. We'll say that. We'll say that, uh, Matt noticed it. David said, oh, that was just a bottle. That's weird. wonder who this Baumgartner guy is. That is weird. I don't think any of them know my name, do they? They do not. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of shrug and and uh, take note of what the bottle looks like, and I guess I'm going to hang it back on the wall after okay. looking at it front and back. Keep, I mean, yeah, there's nothing keeping you from holding on to it. If you want to hold, on, if you guys want to grab all of them, you can. Okay. Are they are they not very big then? No, they're uh, they're like. Uh, three by fives. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Let's let's collect all of them and, like, I don't know if one of us has a little satchel or sack. Are yeah, they in frames or are they just like stuck to the wall? They're just stuck to the wall. Yeah, definitely grab those and keep them then. Okay. Um. Anybody? Anything else? Not that I can think of. All right, as you are, uh, as you guys are are tucking those away, you hear voices coming from uh, just ahead. You notice there's a a doorway, a double doorway, partially open, right in front of you, about fifteen feet. Okay. Uh, is that the direction that we think we need to go to find the JL bottle? Uh, you you think maybe? Uh, it's easy to get turned around in this place, of course. Okay. 
uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's keep going that way. Um, I guess I- I'm kind of freaked out at this point and wanting to figure out what's going on with these bottles, so I'll lead the way. All right. Um, you guys uh, start walking towards that door. You hear a dog bark uh, as you're about five feet away. Uh, from ahead or behind? From ahead, from through the double doors. And okay. then you hear you hear a voice as you're almost to the door that says, who could be down there? Who is that? It's a female voice. Oh, uh, shit. You think it's Michelle from, uh, from here before? It's from the freaking play. And uh, you uh, you open the door and you see you know, that there's Michelle and Thomas are in a room and there's a, a guy you don't recognize. And uh, he says, hello, hello. I thought you fellas would be coming from up the stairs, not this way. Yeah, I guess that's what the play said, huh? It does. Check out what that guy's name is from the play. Mark. Mark. Hello, Mark. He smiles at you and says, Aha! My my, uh, good friend, Mr. Holden, how are you doing? It's, uh, it's actually not, not Holden, it's, uh, Dr. Caulfield. Ah, oh, oh, Billy. I'd know Billy Holden anywhere. I don't know you, Mark. But I know uh, one thing. I know I want the hell out of this place. Let's see here. Hold on, let me see this. Uh, uh, he's he's uh, you're thrown off by his his twang. He sounds like he's trying to be like a 1930s gangster. He's uh, he's wearing like 1930s garb. Uh, you would say he's got like a cigar in his mouth and a, like a brandy or something in his hand. He's sitting sitting back in an overstuffed chair with uh, a table beside him with you know uh, drinks and such. Um, this room. Let me see if I can find the description for it. I know it's in here somewhere. Here it is. The walls of this room, they're covered in velvet wallpaper. Uh, There's overstuffed armchairs, burgundy leather uh, that dot the floor. Uh, The people I mentioned before, most of whom you already know are here. There's a dog sitting next to Thomas. Next to the hearth, there's a large hearth that's uh, uh, burning. There's a wet bar in a corner. Uh, Looks like it's uh, got plenty of ice and glasses and liquors, liqueurs, bitters, vermouth, olives, limes, lemons, oranges, and anything else you can think of sitting over there. In the opposite corner, there's a humidor that's got tons of different kinds look, look like nice cigars. And then there's floor-to-ceiling bookcases uh, on one wall uh, made of rosewood with a little stepladder thing that's permanently attached to a rail as you slide back and forth. Um, he seems, Mark seems a little taken aback by your tone, Matt. Um, and he uh, says, well, uh, perhaps I'm mistaken. Maybe you're an intruder or just pretending to be my friend. 
Uh, sorry, look, talk to me that way. Sorry, Mark. Sorry. We've been lost. My apologies. Oh. Ah, well, you're found now. Uh, anyone care for a drink? A, uh, sure, a sure, sure. So, um, are we at, what floor are we on here, Mark? Is this the 13th floor? <laughs> no. no, we're just on the uh, third floor here. The third floor of the London building? The McAllister building? Yes. Whatever oh. name you decide to give it. Is there a door to this room? Uh, there's, well, there's a door you guys uh, came from. Then there's a couple. There's uh, The door you guys came from has a hallway you know, outside of it. And then there's a, a door that looks like it kind of goes down. So there's a couple steps down and then a door on the other side. Yeah, and Moses is looking around the room to see if there's any bottles in here. Oh, there's tons of bottles of, of liquor, but none that look like the, one in that photo, though. So it's Mark, the, do- the dog, Thomas, and Michelle in here, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, I live I live up on the seventh floor of the hotel. Uh, uh, just like to come down here. Yeah. There's always plenty of good booze and good cigars down here. So Abigail, though, we've been looking for her. Oh, so yeah, here, well, she moved upstairs. That's right. Uh, she uh, she's a sweet kid. She lives with that uh, creep of a salesman on six. He ch- shakes his head, and rolls his eyes. Is that the guy with the briefcase? Uh, yeah, I think he's got a briefcase. Briefcase, uh, dark shoes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's always running around like he's in a hurry or important. He's he's garbage. So she moved up with him, huh? Yeah, they shacked up. That's so, right. uh, which of these does any of these doors lead to where you can go during the daytime? Uh, man, you can go to any of these places any time of day. What time of day is it now? He looks over at Thomas, and Thomas shrugs and just kind of laughs. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, you can you can go back down. He points to the to the door goes down. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, if you're looking for, for Abigail, like I said, she's up on six. You look like a bunch of G-men to me. Uh... We are we are FBI, yeah. That's uh, right. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you escaped the booby hatch there, Holden. He winks at you. Yeah, the, the booby hatch. Yeah, the booby. Yeah, booby hatch. You know, already not no slang anymore. Oh, anyway, tra- it's like a trap door. Yes, yeah, trap. Hey, uh, how come you're you're wandering around? You found your bottle. I thought I'd never see you again. I found my bottle. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, would you be willing to help me? I I can't seem to find my way back, uh, and I, I'd really like to get mine. Find your way back where? He says, you know, the labyrinth. He kind of whispers that part. Where the bottles huh. are. Oh. Yeah, I've seen pictures of those, too. Well, yeah, yeah. Tell me what it was like when you got your bottle. What was that like? 
Moses going to jump in here because I actually haven't got my bottle. Uh, I have no idea what he's talking about. I mean, I'm looking for <laughs> bottles, but oh yeah, I'm looking for luck. bottle too. Aren't we all, buddy? We're all not, not as special as Billy here. <sighs> well, anyway, I mean, if y'all are looking for Abigail, she's living upon six with that chump. Case closed. Clap his hands. All done. Everybody can go Good home, job. have a drink. Good or job, have a drink Mark. Here and then go home. You're a regular gumshoe. <laughs> well, you know, um, if you guys, uh, I'm just a, a chump of a door to door salesman. Really? Uh, uh, didn't he say that she was living with a door-to-door salesman? Yeah, but he's a he's an encyclopedia salesman. Come on, I'm oh. a I'm a fuller brush man myself. Oh, yeah, yeah that's works. Uh... yeah. Mark works the name, sells the game. He takes a giant swig, slug of whatever he's drinking, scotch or something. Slug. I'm going to go check out that uh, door that he pointed to. He said leads down to the lower floors. Okay. You're going to open it? Yep. All right. It looks like yeah, it. Uh, going that direction. It looks like the empty second floor of the of the McAllister building to you. I turn to the guys and I go. <laughs> and you do what? Kind of nod. Kind of nod towards the door. Yeah. Uh, I'm freaked out. Yep, going that way. Get out of here. So are y'all just all gonna leave? Yeah. Hey, I'll be. Uh, Mark, we're gonna take a breather real quick. Uh, we gotta go check on some stuff we left down on the bottom floor. He nods, sort of knowingly, and says, "Sure, sure, Billy. I'll see you next time or last time." Smiles. Okay. All right. I don't like this guy. We get out. <laughs> all right, I'll get out. Yeah. All right, uh, yeah, you are. You find yourselves on the second floor of the building, of the McAllister building. So this be this must be the part on the map that's marked out the other way to get to the whatever to Castain and and the night floors and right where the tunnel comes from on the top floor on the second floor. Two ways in. One was in. Michelle's apartment, the other one was in the room that we were just in. I saw you burn the place down and leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do y'all want to uh, get in touch with... Uh... Yeah, we're going to we're gonna go downstairs. Um, email um, Agent Marcus. Tell him this place needs to be torn down <laughs> to its foundation. And then that foundation needs to be dug up, and then that ground needs to be burned and salted. <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys get out with David. Uh, when he comes out with you, when he gets down there, he just starts to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, as soon as you get out, who had a break point while y'all were up there? Nobody. I, mean, I was one away. Matt did, right? I had a break point while I was in there, yeah. All right. Yeah, as you guys get down you to the first floor, Matt, give me... Uh, uh, get roll me a roll me a okay. d6. Tell me what you get. Okay. Four. All right. Uh, y'all get about halfway down the second flight of stairs, and 
Dr. Tim screams at the top of his young lungs and just takes off running. <laughs> okay. Just complete freak out terror. Uh, you come to about uh, five minutes later, Matt, at the Here's delicatessen. Matt. I'm just standing in front of it. Uh, you check your watch. Check your watch. It was, what time was it? 7.30 when you went in? Yeah. So there, and you guys were in there a few hours. It's 7.33. It's only been three minutes. It's only been three minutes. Oh, my God. And uh, assume, I assume you make your way back. What does everyone else do when he takes off running? Um, I just look at the others, and I'm I'm not going to interfere with him. I'm a little freaked out myself. <laughs> About I'm the same gonna, time, go ahead. I'm just going to lay down on the floor. So does so does the cable guy. He lays down and curls up in a ball and just cries. <laughs> I I just lay down on my back. <laughs> All right, uh, do I do I make it back there? Yeah, yeah, you, you make it back a couple minutes later. Maybe a little embarrassed. All right. I sit down next to Dave and I'll be like, hey, man, is there somebody we can call? Uh, yeah, he gives you uh, his uh, family member's number. Right, I'll go out to the, the payphone and give it a call and tell them where they can find him. Okay, yeah, you find out he's been a missing person for months. So there's a... Uh, you'll have to deal with that, the whole police thing for that later. All right, so are you emailing, Brandon, are you emailing Agent Marcus? Tell him what we found. Uh, Tell him this place needs to be destroyed. So are you calling him? Are you emailing him and what now? Yes, I'm emailing him and giving him a set rep. Okay, uh, he calls you on like the encrypted phone app on your 1995 SuperTech laptop. Okay. Uh, this is This is Marcus. Uh, can you give me more information? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, there's something going on with this building. We've got people who are somehow staying alive without eating food. Food's in the refrigerator for that's months old, still looks fine, but some of them are getting by without eating. We get into one door upstairs, and it leads into this labyrinth of other rooms and hallways that we were finally just able to get our way out of. We were in there for several hours. We get out here and check the time. It's only been three minutes. Uh, what is, what's your recommendation? This, this place needs to be torn down. Torn. <clears throat> All right. We will, uh, there's only a few tenants, correct? We think there, we found a guy that was lost in that labyrinth. Uh, looks like he's been a missing person for, I don't know how many months. Hey, can I, can I talk to him for a second? Yeah. Yeah, you can all hear. Okay, it's just coming through the speakers and microphone on the on the laptop. Hey, uh, hey, Agent Marcus. Yes. This all has to do with a man named Asa Darabondi. Uh, and other people, uh, last names Lissette, Lentz, Bosby Carver, Top Chicken, Lundine, who all Bosby. found their bottles. This, Mosby? Uh, yeah, Mosby was one of the names. Hmm. E. Mosby. So it's A. Darabondi, which is obviously the guy who built this place, which mm-hmm. is called the Lundine House, which I can only assume is attached to this H. Lundine guy. And anyway, they, they apparently all found their bottles, which I don't know what that means, but this guy on the way out in the last room who talked like he was a, I don't know, like a 1920s gangster, mm-hmm. he seemed to know me. And he said that I'd found my bottle in the Whispering Labyrinth. 
Okay, I'm going to see if uh, we can arrange to have this building demolished. Um, and also, I've got these plant pods with me that I couldn't stop do, myself from bringing out with me. Do you, all right, hold on a second. Do you want to tell him that? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I don't want to get locked in a room. All right. Okay, he says, uh, all right, is anyone, uh, is uh, any agents hurt or compromised? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, agent slash took a long dive down an elevator shaft while we were in that place. So he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. And Detective uh, Garibondi Garadonda. In. Yeah, Garadonda. So he's kind of he knows what's going on now. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I don't I don't know how I got wrapped into this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we will we will brief you uh, uh very soon. Please don't uh, talk about any of this to anyone until then someone will be in touch. Agent okay. Jin kind of looks like he's slapping a white glove over his hand and says brief. Uh, Alright, gather yeah. gather any anything that needs to be destroyed or cataloged. Uh, we will be there I'll be there first thing in the morning and we'll, we'll begin arranging evictions and uh, demolition of this building. Yeah, they were already in the process of evicting. Apparently none of these people have paid the rent in months. All right. Well, that'll make that easy. We'll see. Uh, we'll reach out to the owners and see if maybe we can we can just buy the building off of them. Yeah, we've we've spoken with her. She should probably be aware. Like we didn't tell her who we were or anything, but like we talked to her about the tenants. That's how we found out they weren't paying. Her name's right. Cynthia Lachance with our life. Okay. Well, I'll get all that information from you tomorrow. Uh, I'll come with a couple other folks. You just gather everything up, and uh, I would say just stay nearby, but not in the building. Overnight. Okay. All right. Let's get on to the delicatessen, I guess. Uh, So here's the question to any of you of all the things that you have all found, what do you want to hand over and what do you want to keep to be able to figure out what's going on for yourselves? So, as far as the little pictures go, I'll hand over all of those except for the one that says Baumgartner on it. I got an idea. Let's go to the library and make photocopies of it all before they get here. Yeah, you, yeah, you could go and make copies of everything. I'll give you that. Yeah, um, even with the photocopy, I ain't handing them the one that says Baumgartner. Sure. Okay. What about the, all the different books that you found? We didn't find anything significant in them, did we? Uh, some of them you haven't had a chance to read. Uh, most of them, actually, the Red Book, A World Without Doors, the Hygromantia, uh, which is all written in Latin, that John found. Um, All right, I'm I'm keeping the red book and the seed pods. I'm going to keep the one that's in Latin because I can read that. All right, the book, A World Without Doors. You look, I mean, it's got a, a regular printing date and everything, so you know it's not like uh, it's an old copy of a book, but it's a real book like, that you could go and find in the library anytime. It's not like uh, these other ones that are like handmade. All right, yeah, we'll make copies of everything else. Um, hand over everything except for, for me, the red book and the uh, the seed pods. I don't know if somebody else wants to keep the Hygromantia or whatever it is. I think John said he wanted to keep it, the Latin book. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you make all your copies. You store those, stuff those. We stuff those in the bags with the $100,000, $150,000. Oh, we're keeping that too. 
I'm going to keep the cash. It's probably smart. <laughs> We're going to split that. Well, though, uh, each of those bills is collector's item, isn't it? <laughs> 1933. Yeah, oh, there are the shotguns, too. You guys can hold on to those two shotguns. Those are shotgun. those are untraceable. No serial numbers or anything, I don't think. Nice. Um, all right. So maybe you guys rent yourself a little storage locker and keep all that stuff in it. Yeah, if there's a storage locker or something nearby. Yeah. Very own green box. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll say you managed to do all that uh, that night. The next morning, uh, Agent Marcus shows up with a couple other people who don't say their names. They take all the stuff off your hands, tell you you did a great job, never speak of this to anyone. And then oh, they. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention. They said that Abigail moved up to the seventh floor with an encyclopedia salesman. Okay, that is that is information. We are going <laughs> to try and sever this place from from many extra floors as soon as possible. Sh- <clears throat> There's a group of people that shows up with uh, like uh, hazmat suits and stuff and starts dragging people uh, the tenants out like later that day. Yeah, I'm just gonna like yeah, stake this place out. Stake this- during my off time and watch and hey can you tell us are you gonna i mean just, are you gonna tear the place down if so i'd like to i'd like to see that yeah we're gonna tear, we are going to tear it down um, is it gonna be like a specific demolition demolition date so uh yeah so we'll say you get that uh and over the course of the next couple of months they get all that destroyed i mean they just they just tear the entire building down and put like a community garden there instead <laughs> Um. You, we'll we'll do a couple of uh, put a garden maze in, right? We'll do a couple of uh, like, um, what do they call those? The little vignettes, uh, with you, with all of you looking at all the stuff that you've gotten, uh, when we start the next one. But, uh, you'll have plenty of time to do other things because the next, uh, <clears throat> the next adventure in this campaign is 20 years later. Holy crap. The next one, yeah, this is 95. The next one's in 2015. Same characters. Same <laughs> characters. Jesus. So, so think about how old your character is going to be. I think you're mostly going to be in the six, your 60s. Oh, man. 50s or 60s. So, yeah, am I still going to play old. Graham next time? Yeah, you're going to be sticking with Graham. Yep. Okay. I'll be I 50 know. years old next time. Like, Jeez Louise. My guy will be 64. <laughs> Yeah, movie it, but we're all older than they were in that one. A bunch of geriatrics. Uh, hey, you know who won't be a day older? Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Oh, Kurt is dead. All right. So, what did y'all think about the night floors? I'm really curious. We didn't. Yeah, I didn't think we were ever going to make it out. There was there was a lot y'all missed, uh, but I mean, yeah, that's kind of the nature of it. Surprised yeah, we made it out at all. Yeah, it was really confusing for me. Good, it's supposed to be confusing. Yeah, <laughs> if there was a trick to making it out, we definitely did not figure that out. I mean, <laughs> we got just, lucky. If it's just the adventure says you're going to make it out, you know, then no. that's one thing. Um, no, John, John came the felt like came the closest to figuring it out. Was following the symbol. Well, so like he was saying, you know, I'm looking for uh, this, this bottle and things like that. If you notice, like things he was saying started to kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. His, but they expected us up the stairs and not from, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. The, the play didn't work out. So can you tell us what was really going on? No. no yeah. Because there's the next more. adventure. Yeah. There's three more. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you found out that Abigail is still alive. She's just moved up to the sixth floor. Which may or may not be there anymore once the building's destroyed. Who knows? Right. There may be other ways to get there. There's a, uh, yeah, we'll do, we'll probably do like an in between adventures session where you, you just have 20 years to learn all this wonderful stuff from all these books you found and from studying these plants and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be digging in, me and the librarian, man, we're going to be digging into the stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good information for his uh, new know, cult. His name? Uh, his name is Zachary Pratt. Me and Zach Pratt. Yeah, yeah me and Zach Pratt. We're going to be looking into it. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope y'all so have fun, Ben. That's this was somewhat unusual for a Delta Green adventure. I, I think the other guys would say that as well. Yeah. In that, in that, nothing jumped out and ate our faces. Right there. There were several opportunities to to get uh, attacked uh, in a homicidal manner, and you managed to just kind of slide right past those without it happening. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> the only death that occurred was falling down a yeah. elevator shaft. Fucking yeah. elevator shaft. Yeah, yeah. There were there were several other uh, deadly encounters that could occur, but uh, you guys made it past those. Yay. Yeah, my my fear was getting like humped to death by. Life-size marionettes. <laughs> you were determined not to go in there. That was funny. It was just a fat stack of cash. Yeah. <laughs> Which I have now. You have now. You were carrying the bag, weren't you? We're splitting that. They were just going to leave it, so I just <laughs> took it. Oh, you guys are going to leave it. That's mine. Uh, Baumgartner had a, had a stack of 10, 10 grand in his pocket. Uh, so there's that. I oh, did, did have he? ten grand in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> he said, "I'll just take one stack and keep it, so I can look at it later." Uh, That's good. Well, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what? So, y'all like it? Uh, you want to do the other three eventually? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you got to get to the bottom of yeah. it. But I will tell you, it's uh, it's die. confusing. I think you'll be uh, more confused and then less confused during the second one. Uh, the third and fourth ones, you'll know exactly what's going on, but you'll wish it wasn't. That's my prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's definitely what I predict, anyway. Especially about the fourth thing. You'll be like, why? Why is this happening? Uh, Yeah, I'm fairly certain Moses won't have any sanity left. He didn't lose, like, hardly any at all the last two or three sessions and then this session I lost like ten. Oh god. <laughs> you said you were right on the verge of a break point, right? I'm one point away. Oh well see you can uh, you'll have twenty years to gain sanity back. Delta Green right. seems oddly averse to putting you guys out, out on another mission for a while after this one. Right. That's All the twitchy <laughs> Could be oh. Billy, his screaming and showing up in random delicatessens <laughs> over twenty year period. 
He probably goes to that same delicatessen once a week and just like looks out across the street at the empty lot. I definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, gentlemen. All right. Well, I'm going to log off. Thanks, Danny, for walking us through that weird, weird adventure. <laughs> hey, no problem. I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to doing the other ones. We will. So we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go back to Protectors of Eld and finish the adventure we're on there, and then we're going to do at least one uh, one shot in, in uh, Savage Worlds for sci-fi. Sounds nice. good. Cool. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, the uh, back rig. Bye. Craig. <laughs>